this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. Today's podcast episode is a guided visualization. No, not a boring vanilla one. Trust me, this is interesting. It is a full hypnosis session with an induction, and it requires your full attention. If you've started listening on the commute to work, or at work, then wouldn't it be nice, dear, to save this one for later? You can get yourself comfortable and slip into trance properly. Remember, you can find this entire session over on the SpokenByElswith.com website. That way, if you want to download it and listen to it at your leisure, you can do so. Now, the induction here is borrowed from the recently re-released punishment session. You know, the one about corners. But that's not the only thing that's borrowed. Here is a fresh take on an old idea, an idea that's often used in hypnotherapy to protect somebody as they go over events or memories that maybe they're not quite ready to face. In that session that I did, I asked listeners to imagine some scenarios happening to someone on the other side of a plexiglass screen. What was the reason for this? Well, much like in hypnotherapy, I wanted to explore some ideas, but I didn't want to subject you to them in the form of a visualization. It pleased me to know that you were able to be detached from those events, be able to see them from a safe place and more easily remove yourself from them if needed. This is a different approach to the listening room sessions. At the moment, that's the Pirate Queen and Financial Domination, two really fun sessions that push on all sorts of non-consensual and coerced themes. The listening room is a tool for creating that same type of safety valve. It allows me to spring something on your subconscious. It allows me to surprise you without having to spoil the ending for you. And it isn't a flawless solution, but I believe it's more comfortable for both of us than simply telling you that you have to trust me completely. You can still trust me completely. I think it's in your nature. So in this session, you'll visit a theater with me. A theater where I control the action. And I'll show you how to take control of the stage, the puppet actors, their characters, and everything else. And eventually you'll lay on a whole production for us to enjoy. Sound like fun? I know it will be. 
So now it's time to start sinking into trance for me. It is time to relax. It's time to feel close to me again. Be sure that you're in a comfortable spot. Take a long deep breath and hold. Exhale. So breathing deep, holding and exhaling out. You know that you can practice as often as you like. Breathing in relaxation, exhaling any tension. Breathe and focus, exhaling any stress. I know that you're feeling more relaxed already. Maybe a slight tingling feeling or just a feeling of comfort. And this is good. You deserve to feel good most of the time. You may find that it's becoming so easy to relax together. Each word that you hear flows and seems peaceful to your mind. Calming and soothing and bringing you to where I want you to be. And you may find that the more you listen, the more relaxed and comfortable that you feel. You can close your eyes now, if they're not already. They usually are by this stage. And you're already down, sinking down, breathing deeply and slowly before you let go. Let yourself listen carefully to everything that I say to you. It is going to happen automatically, so you don't need to think about it now and you'll have no conscious control over what happens. The muscles in and around your eyes, they relax all by themselves. As you continue breathing easily and freely, there's nothing important for your conscious mind to do. There's nothing really important except the activities of your subconscious mind, and that can be just as automatic as dreaming. And you know how easily you can forget your dreams when you awaken. You've come here for a reason. You know exactly why you're here. Why you need to spend this time with me. Why I need for your mind to be open. 
your body relaxed completely so that wonderful mind of yours can open completely. You are responding to me. You've already altered your rate of breathing. You're breathing. It's easier and freer. And you are revealing those signs that show that you are beginning to drift. You can enjoy relaxing more and more. Your subconscious mind, it will listen to each word that I say. And it keeps becoming less and less important for you to consciously listen to my voice. Your subconscious mind can hear, even if I whisper. You are continuing to drift, drifting into a more detached state as you examine privately your thoughts and your mind. Secrets, feelings, sensations and behavior you didn't know you had or were capable of doing and at the same time letting go. I want to talk to you about fantasies, daydreams, and to help you get into the right frame of mind, I want to guide you. I want to prompt you. I want to take you towards something that might fit just right, or might not, but I want to do this with you in a way that I know you can be comfortable and stay in this relaxed state of trance. So for now, know that these suggestions ideas that I give you are from my mind. They're from my daydreams. And I'm not asking you to experience them. I'm not asking you to feel them. Instead, they're going to be happening to my little troop of actors on my little private stage. And isn't that fun, being able to visit the theater with me, catch the matinee? Once you've seen the performance, I'm going to reward your mind with a special treat. Because you're talented, because you're creative, and your mind, your subconscious, your imagination is I know that you have what it takes to direct these actors that I've brought together, to put words in their mouth, if need be, to set the stage, even to control the lighting, the chamber orchestra. Why not? But for now, remember that what you see on the stage, it's just my daydream. I'm not asking you to experience any sensations. I 
to feel what's happening and certainly not to entertain enjoying the experience itself. Oh, certainly you might see something you can imagine enjoying, but that's not our purpose here. It's simply to play with this stage and whatever we decide to have enacted on it. So now, I want you to imagine the lights coming up on the stage. And imagine, in the same way, that the stage has been set by a dozen invisible stagehands. The backdrop tells us that we are in a shop. And the two actors at the center, they stand amid some freestanding racks of clothing. Naughty, skimpy, barely there clothing. If you were in any doubt of how this theater would work in practice, I'm sure it's clear to you now. So now we can enjoy together as this couple explores what they find. You can tell that she is leading the charge. He is more passive. His arms are weighed down by a multitude of heavy paper bags. And he watches his partner pick up different garments. She holds them up to herself, up to her body, and he quietly, discreetly, offers his opinion with a nod of his head, a smile, or perhaps a grimace. Then, she looks startled. She seizes with glee something that we know has thrilled her. And she speaks. She says, Now, Daddy, don't look at the price, will you? Because I know this one. This one is just perfect. Don't you think it's perfect? And the man, this poor man, carrying these burdens that he must, smiles as he agrees. Perhaps we can imagine that his resolve is steeled by the promise of seeing her in this slinky, lacy, strappy outfit tonight. His credit card is already being slipped out of his wallet by deft fingers in a practice maneuver, and the lights fade. Do you see now, dear? Do you see now? how my theater can work for us. Are you ready for the lights to come back up? This scene has a sole performer, a man. We can't see his face because he stood in the corner, right in the corner, his nose pressed up against where one wall meets another. And he speaks, but not to us, to himself. His positioning leaves a muffled quality to his voice. This man, this character, 
he's lonely, all alone. And as he monologues, he reveals that this position he's taken is a form of penance. He knows that he is to stay in this position, alone with his thoughts, his shame, his time stretched out, long, unending, as he considers his actions, the consequences, and his lot in life. Oh, my dear man, you don't have to share in this punishment but you can empathize, and no doubt you can understand his desperation as he communicates his thoughts and the strain that he is under. For now, we come to understand this poor pet's dilemma, his desperation, his burning need to pee. And maybe my reaction is different to yours. Maybe I'm amused. I understand that he's worried that if he leaves the corner to relieve himself, his punishment may grow in response. <laughs> but I'm not concerned by that. I'll titter in the chair next to you. And perhaps the light will dim again before he suffers the indignity of wetting himself. Or, perhaps a single spotlight will remain so we can both share in his humiliation. I want to change how we approach these scenes soon. But here's one more. A drama, for sure. The music is suggests a storm and a bright flash tells us that lightning is arcing across the sky. And this piece has a villain, or villainess. You can see how cleverly this creature, this sea witch, is portrayed by light and shadow. That her form, it includes a suggestion of law dexterous tentacles, and these strange, seaborne limbs have enraptured and sorcelled her victim. It's a fantastical thought to entertain, but entertain it anyway, to imagine what this mere mortal must experience at the behest of their captor. The fear that they might drown, drag down beneath the crest of the waves. The deeper fear that instead, they'll merely be explored, probed, inescapably. That this creature's desires are impossible to understand. It can't be bargained with. Coming, dear.
don't want to spring anything terrible on you, but I want to show you how clever and capable you are. So now, as we explore my daydreams in this private theater, I'll show you how you can add details, change things, be the director in the same way that I can. I know that you are ready. So this time, when the lights come up, you can see a simpering sissy of a man. He's bent over, cuffed in place over a spanking bench. And yes, of course, his bare bottom is in the air. He is accompanied by two women. One stands near his head and she is merciless. The way she talks to him, taunts him, would almost be cruel. She talks to him about his outfit, chides him for his blushing pink cheeks, aided by a generous daubing of blush from the makeup artist's brush. She teases him about his predicament, and she shatters any sympathy this audience of two might hold, as she reveals that this is exactly what he asked for, exactly what he prescribed, the lucky, lucky fool. And the other woman, she stands behind him, and she punishes him his ass, his thighs, again and again. Her target seemingly chosen at random. Quickly enough that he can't react with a yelp to every blow. Between his choking, sobbing breaths. Now, can you see it? All this as I've described. Even though I didn't give you every detail. But you know this man, this sissy, isn't naked. You know he's dressed somehow. And that outfit he's wearing is your contribution to this scene. You can see it and know that it came from your mind. It was exactly what this vignette required. And even if being dressed up, bound, tormented, and beaten isn't to your taste, you filled in the blanks perfectly. Well done. You've certainly got what it takes to be a director in my theater. So one last simple exercise, because now we can see a man being led across the stage. We can see the pool of white light they're standing in, and it shifts at their exact pace. You can't tell if they're following that pool of light, or if it's following them. But you can tell that she's dressed and he's naked. 
and shy of a heavy collar and long leather leash that she leads him by a single thin string. So, take a moment. Take a moment to watch them make their way across the stage, taking their time, admirably in lockstep and keeping pace with that revealing spotlight until they disappear out of sight. And then tell me, because we both know that she held one end of the string in her hand, but where did your mind attach the other end? Where about this other person was it tethered? I know you understand how all this works, dear. I know you understand how to tweak and change what you see before you. I know you're talented. I know you're creative and able to control this headspace. You're able to direct this theater of the mind that I've created for myself, for you, for us. So now, it's entirely your turn. In a moment, I'm going to guide you through filling this magical stage with your own daydream. Now this isn't any daydream, because the moments I shared with you, they might have been to your taste. They might have entertained you, or they might have gotten you hard. They might have been unpleasant, or they might even have made you laugh. That's right, you might have well found one or two of them ridiculous. And I can't guarantee that you aren't going to have a similar reaction to what comes next. You might laugh at it, dear. I'm willing to bet that you're more likely to be aroused. Or perhaps you'll be overcome with longing. Don't worry. There's a plan for you so you can share whatever positivity comes to you from this experience. Because now is the time for you to cast your little skit. You know exactly how many of these little puppet actors you need to place on the stage and where. And of course, you are already starting to see as the lights come up that they've been made up in the perfect costumes and just the right makeup. Think of the old archetypes, the ideas of Socrates and Plato, and their understanding of characters, roles, and stories. Your audience if you had one, would immediately, instinctually know your characters as they come into view. Well done. And now, 
that you and I, we can see these characters that you've cast, arranged in place. Let them act out your daydream. See them play out their parts. So talented, just like you are. At this time, allow your subconscious your imagination to enhance this performance. Think of the music, the sound effects, the way these puppet actors that I've loaned to you stress their lines, and what the focus of this experience is. All these details are going to stay with you as you come out of trance for me. So now, I'll be quiet for just a little longer and allow you to experience this performance, to notice the details, to develop, to question, to elaborate as I know that you can. wasn't up to my standards, or you might be perfectly happy with it, but I think that it was better, deeper, more real than you might have imagined it would have been before you slipped into trance for me. And at the very least, dear, I'm proud of you for trying. I'm proud of you for coming with me on this journey. I'm always proud of you for that. In a moment, I'm going to count up to five. And as I do this, you're going to happily come back up and out of trance for me. But before I start to count you back to wakefulness, let me tell you one last thing that you're going to do for me, because you've proved how good and obedient, and most importantly, how creative you are for me. Share. Share your daydream, your theatrical production that you've created. Firstly, this involves remembering your daydream. So whether or not your usual inclination is to experience amnesia as you wake from our sessions together, I know that you can remember your fantasy. Secret away the characters, the details, the words they uttered. 
your mind knows what was important, what they were wearing, who took charge, and who followed. And once you're ready, share with me. I simply can't wait to hear what your wonderful, infinitely inventive mind can come up with. Allow this state of trance to lift steadily as I count. Zero. Remember, you can find the instant download for this session available over on the SpokenByElswood.com website. That way, you can keep this session in your account and return to it whenever you want.